Welcome to the e-commerce growth show brought to you by Segmentify. Hello to another episode of the e-commerce growth show. Uh, and today uh, we are speaking to uh, Rob van Gent, uh, Dutch uh, pronounce. Um, hi Rob, uh, first of all, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. A little bit hot out here, but uh, we're okay. Great, great. Harry uh, joined here as well. Harry, everything's fine? Hello, yeah, everything's great. Ready to go. Great, great. So uh, today we're going to talk about uh, a couple of topics. Uh, so thank you, Rob, uh, for joining the session. So uh, Rob, can you introduce yourself, first of all? Yeah, of course. Thanks. Um, I'm Rob, 39 years old, uh, living in the Netherlands near to Haarlem. Um, I'm in online performance marketing data and e-commerce for almost or more than 15 years. Um, worked for several agencies, uh, worked for several brands, uh, had an own agency. Uh, and in the last uh, four years, I'm focusing more really on e-commerce marketplaces, Amazon, um, uh, especially. And um, at the moment, I am on a big job for a US-based vacuum cleaner brand where I'm leading the Amazon team into the, uh, yeah, into the a new structure we uh, we created it last month. Great. So uh, you are um, very experienced uh, in a couple of uh, last 15 years, which has uh, happened a lot in e-commerce, right? So um, tell us a, a valuable lesson uh, you learned as an entrepreneur, family man, and uh, as a businessman. Lunch before you're ready. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> it's short, but um, there, there are a lot of things uh, you can think of. You can plan, you can create plans, you can make a plan, you can create a nice PowerPoint, you can think it out a thousand times, but the only way you see what happens and how you learn it is to do it. Just launch your, if you're starting a web shop, just launch your web shop and do and see what happens because the data you get from that is very, very far more valuable than uh, reading it on a blog or on, uh, uh, on a magazine. So um, just start. And of course, it will be shitty in the beginning. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's okay. Uh, yeah. You can much later. Yes, I definitely can understand this because uh, you can read a lot, but uh, it's always tested. Uh, especially in the market where you are, where, because I think every market is different uh, and you only know it when you test it. So, uh, yeah, I, I really agree on this. Yeah. Um, so if we're looking at the current stage uh, of e-commerce, commerce, uh, we see that DTC brands uh, and marketplaces are really uh, hot topics. So what do you expect to take center stage in the coming year, uh, marketplaces or DTC brands? Cool. Um, it's, it's a combination, of course. Um, uh, I think um, uh, marketplaces is really great uh, that they're that they're popping up like this. They're doing now, but it's on the other hand, it's just a selling channel. Um, yeah. uh, you don't have to over um, um, how do you say it over. Um, uh, 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 sorry, don't know. Um, what you need to do. Amazon, all, all the other marketplaces you can use to get customers first. And um, uh, but you don't want to rely on one marketplace. You don't want to rely on one selling channel. As we had in, in the past, we had Google. We still have Google, but we were a little bit addicted to Google 
by um, using their advertising to gain traffic, to, to get sales, etc. But now it's becoming more expensive and more expensive. Uh, so we're changing into something else. But you see some companies are going all in in one marketplace like Amazon, and that's it. But there's so much more, and it's so easy to optimize on all the other channels and use the marketplaces to uh, gain some uh, uh, consumers and get them to your own platform, own systems, uh, and then do a little bit more than you can do on a platform. So, 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 uh, can I see it as uh, one of the points that could be better, or, 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 uh, or could it be like a mistake if you only focus on one channel only? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. So, 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 yeah, sorry. So, so, what, what are the common mistakes uh, from your thoughts uh, when DTC brands are trying to scale? Um, so, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> But the, 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 the most problems now uh, why companies can't scale is basically inventory. Uh, you mm -hmm. just need a lot of products if you want to scale. You can't be out of stock. Um, and that's a money thing because you need money to get inventory and you need inventory to get money. So that's always a difficult, uh, difficult position. You need to balance that. Um, People, companies don't understand what their best channels are. Um, then focusing on one because they know. Um, I know from a lot of companies, they're starting on uh, having a web shop, doing on poll, and then try Amazon. And Amazon is difficult to start with. It's always, a, it's always difficult. You always have troubles. You always, it always takes way too long and, uh, and they will not help because it's Amazon. Um, but if you go through that and you're finally selling on the platform, then it's open. But it's not only one country. You can start in eight, nine, ten countries uh, if you do it if you do it well. So then you can scale. But you need to understand that Amazon Germany is different than Amazon Netherlands. Maybe the way you go to the platform as the technology is the same, but that first thing is different is the language. Uh, it's so different than than, than all the other countries. You need to localize your content. You need to localize uh, the way you get your products to the to the consumer. You need to understand the culture of how people buy. Uh, uh, and on Amazon, that's that that's difficult because it's not yours. Um, but then, if you need it to start a new country and then uh, start your own shop or in a brick and mortar or whatever, uh, just to launch your brand, then it's so much better uh, to, to gain that data to uh, to yourself. Um, and I think that that few things are what's what's going wrong all the time. And what what's also makes it difficult to scale mm -hmm. because where do I get so much products? If I go from the Netherlands where I do okay into Germany, it's ten times bigger. Yes. Um, I won't say you need 10 times more inventory than you now have, but you need a lot more because you don't want to get out of stock. And that's always a problem. Yeah, I, I, I definitely can uh, recall this because I know some companies uh, uh, that went to uh, other countries, bigger countries, UK, Germany, etc. And they didn't expect uh, the volume 
uh, and uh, what happened was there were there were a lot of back orders and uh, they didn't manage to give the right expectation towards the clients which they canceled the order and um, as you said you need to be prepared and understand especially the local behavior of uh, the country uh, where you are trying to sell so that that's really interesting so if, if we look at that part right so uh, um, you need to collect a lot of data uh, to understand the behavior, uh, to, to understand what's going on. Um, yeah. One of the main topics currently uh, is obviously the third party data, first party data. So um, if you look at fr from your expertise, what are your thoughts about the importance of creating first party data uh, versus third party data, which will be less and less and less with the iOS updates and Google cookie blocking, uh, etc. Yeah, I think um, this is this should start at a few years ago. If you're not doing it yet, gaining first-party data, you're quite late. Um, why? Because it's the most important thing. And that's why I say you need to use all your selling channels to make sure you get, you get the consumer. But in the end, find a way to get that consumer into your own uh, systems. Why? Because then you can you cannot not do anything with data from Amazon or all or whatever you can't use it and um, so always find a way to get that first party data and why because you can't, can do so much more with that data with if you know a little bit from people if you know their behavior if you know what they like if you and, and people are kind of willing to give you that mm. for value um, yes. and I think that's where we um, what 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 the, in in the time now where data privacy is kind of a big topic and everyone is talking about it while everyone has a gmail account and a facebook account what is privacy but um you need to make sure um that you use that data well uh, not only for yourself but mainly for your consumers for your for your, uh, for your clients and i think when you do that well and yeah there are not a lot of companies are doing that well. Uh, if you still see, uh, if you still can look at the product you bought yesterday, you get an advertising the next day from the same product you need to buy again. Yeah, come on, guys. Um, yeah. It's 2021. All systems are there to make to, 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 to make sure that will not happen. And even the biggest companies are still not doing it right. Um, so that, 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 uh, that you can only do that well if you have that first party data. So for me for every job i do for every company i help it's always use all the channels there are but make sure you get that data eventually into your own system so you can use it uh, uh, for uh, uh, for making it better for your consumer for your clients so first party data if you're not doing it yet start yesterday yes yes D definitely agree i see with uh, a lot of uh, brands uh, that, that we know, uh, like beauty brands, uh, uh, have some kind of uh, advisory questionnaire uh, to create uh, first-party data. I see a lot of uh, 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 opt-in marketing tools coming. So um, 2022 is really fast because uh, it's just a couple of months. And then we yeah. know that uh, Google uh, Chrome uh, uh, will create less third-party data yeah. Uh, we know that first part is definitely uh, important, uh, like years ago already. 
but we see now that a lot of companies asking, hey, what can we do to create uh, first party data and actually now double down on it. So that's really interesting uh, to see. Um, so in your perspective, with your experience, what, what, what does a company have to do uh, future uh, to, to, to be future proof itself when it comes to some technologies? Are you working with some technologies uh, currently? Yeah, of course, we work with a lot of a lot of technology. What you see in um, a lot of bigger companies that they just have a, a legacy in software. Mm. Uh, while when it then it's different to 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 uh, change that. And yeah, you're trying to connect everything together, but in the end, yeah, you're not really having a solid system. Um, I think uh, if you look at what e-commerce is now, and I think it's not that e-commerce, like the E in e-commerce, yeah. disappear because it's not that anymore. Because if you say e-commerce, people think web shop. And I think a web shop is only one selling channel besides Amazon, besides Paul, besides uh, a brick and mortar store, uh, besides your own pop-up store, besides uh, live commerce, besides uh, everything there is now. Uh, so you should create a really strong backend which is flexible and where you can adapt on what's coming in the future because we don't know. And now we know that live commerce is becoming big. Um, yes. Now we know that voice is coming out, so already coming for a few years, still not really there. Um, so you don't want to uh, be in a situation that you need to change your systems uh, every time when something new pops up. It's yeah. going to be quicker in the future that new things come up. Come on, live commerce, it's not even, we didn't, we didn't even know it here in uh, in Europe for, for a few months. And in China, it's already $6 billion business. Yes. Uh, why yes. you just can buy on, uh, when you look at TikTok or on, on, on Amazon Live. Um, so it will come here and it will come quickly. And if you don't understand that this is happen happening, um, uh, you're, you're, you're gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, I, I'm now 37. I, I, I uh, experienced all e-commerce. Uh, so let's say the last 20 years was more uh, getting uh, to e-commerce. So uh, brick and mortar go to online. Every business tried to go online. Even the bakery on the corner has a shop, uh, e-shop, uh, currently. But I think the challenge from now on, with the first party data, with all the restrictions, is how you can stand out now uh, 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 versus your competitors. I think that's uh, one of the essential uh, uh, status that we are in with e-commerce, uh, how to stand out towards your competitors, how to use marketplaces, right, on the right way. As yeah. an example. Um, so so, so um, if you look at that part, um, I know you're working for uh, a brand, um, you're doing uh, marketplaces as well. So. Um, if you just look at your own uh, projects, uh, can, can you call a project what the goal was um, and what you did uh, and the results were? Yeah, I think there are, there are two things uh, was interesting to tell. Um, I worked for uh, Goosecraft, fashion brand. Uh, I did a project there for uh, two years, uh, building, basically building up e-commerce from scratch. Um, that was uh, five years ago, I think, uh, and that's five years ago, and that's uh, kind of a lot uh, in e-commerce because then the, re the real focus was creating a, a really nice uh, brand store 
where you can buy the products uh, connected to a few um, uh, marketplaces, trying to get on Amazon five years ago. Um, and it was all kind of pioneering in that, 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 that space. It was fashion, it's difficult fashion, and a lot of returns, of course. How can you manage to, to, to reduce that returns and, and, and finding kind of all kind of software and tools to make sure that will go down? Um, and I think uh, um, and that was a pretty cool project to do um, because at that time there were a few uh, companies who started like a uh, how does, uh, kind of a, um, a size passport. Uh, yeah. uh, and I still, uh, they're still there, these companies, but it's still not really big. Uh, what, I was, what I was thinking then, okay, you can have your sizes and then you match that with this, the, the, the tables, uh, the size tables from the fashion brands. And yeah, uh, if you're in the system and the brand is in the system, you have a pretty good match that it's the right size. Um, on the other hand, uh, if we sell on, on Salando, it's so easy to just send it back and get a new pair. I did it last week and I needed new shoes, but my shoes were a little bit too big. I sent it back and the next day there were, the other ones were back and I got two new pair. And yeah, and I know for Salando, it's, of course, it's like more than 60, 70% in, in, in returns. How can you build a business on that? Um, but that was one thing. So, and I still find it a bit weird that, that technology is not taken off, uh, uh, especially because fashion. We we buy a lot of fashion online, and uh, it's always difficult. Uh, and it's one of the most difficult things to, to buy online, I think. Um, and another project, and that's more uh, uh, that's a little bit bigger, um, is creating. Uh, total uh, uh, piece of software um, for the future of commerce. And that means um, now you need all kinds of pieces of software. You need a uh, CMS for your web shop, you need an integrator for your marketplaces, you need payment systems, you need an ERP, you need a PIM, you need a, everything you need to make a really good e-commerce uh, a proposition for yourself. It's it's difficult. It's not only a web shop anymore. True. And I think that's what brands and companies who are changing from a B2B to a D2C uh, strategy need to understand. I talk to a lot of companies, they still think this. We're going to go D2C, we need to create a web shop. That's still in their mind. While your customers, your clients are on, for the Netherlands, on Bol or on Amazon. Starting a web shop does not do a thing if you don't have a big pile of money in the back to do advertising or marketing. Uh, it's easier to start on marketplaces to get the thing going and um, uh, uh, sell, uh, 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 create the demand, and create the, uh, the 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 sales, and then get them back to your own uh, to your own place. So, creating that piece of software, software stack, uh, uh, thinking of how the future of e-commerce should be. That's uh, that's the the biggest project I'm working on now. Um, uh, it's not done yet. We're, we're quite far, uh, but of course, it's 
it's it's connecting systems, it's building our own systems, it's see where we can get the the, the, the right tools, uh, what we need to do. But I think there, um, that's that's how the future should look like. You should be able to to sell your brand everywhere you can and you want with one push on the button. If I'm, if I have a product and one store in I don't know comes to me or a, a, a branch of stores come to me we want to uh, sell your product then you should be able to do that you should be able to or via kind of a dropship way uh, where they can just uh, promote your product and you, you you send it yourself or it's a b2b a b2c system in one where you can just create a b2b order and ship it but it's all in one system. and i think that that's next level uh, uh, e-commerce and that's where we need to work towards to in the coming uh, in the coming years yeah, I believe so. It should be like uh, mo modular, uh, especially what you're saying in the beginning of the conversation, uh, tested, because so without testing, you, you never know what the result will be, negative or positive, or, no. or how you can adopt it. Uh, Harry, I, I think you also had some questions, uh, very interesting questions, right, Harry? Yeah, definitely. Um, Rob, you were mentioning a few different kind of advancements, for example, live commerce, really taking yeah. over. Um, how do you see the relationship between social media uh, platforms and e-commerce merging over the coming year? Good question. Um, I think especially the, the, the way live commerce is the connection between social and e-commerce or commerce will make sure that you need a very, very, very solid social media strategy because your consumers are there. And uh, now it's still a bit difficult to get your uh, 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 followers from your Instagram into your store. Of course, you have the Instagram store and oh yes, it's possible, but it's still not really how it should work. But it's there and it's okay to try and it's okay, it works a bit, but the conversion on that is not that high yet. Um, mm. But a live commerce solution where you just, it's, it, it's so simple. Um, that um, yeah, everyone can do this. You just, if you have a store, you only need a phone and you go through your store showing your products and if they're connected with the store and, you, and, and, and when you show them, they pop up and you can buy them when it's live on that moment. Come on guys, that's, that's, the, that's, the, the, that's the future. Uh, I don't know what it will do for the, for the physical stores, but uh, uh, it will do something, um, but yeah, it's a combination of all that. So the importance of social media and having a presence there and a, and, and a, and a good uh, uh, amount uh, of, of engaged followers uh, is, 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 is becoming more and more important. Great. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think there's also Pinterest sitting on the side of that as well. Yeah. When people talk about social, they're always talking about Instagram or Facebook, all these big platforms where Pinterest are just sitting very quietly in the corner. And yeah, people are the radar, yeah, yeah. Or gardening or whatever it might be. Um, it, that's funneling people. And I know they've done a partnership with Shopify recently uh, yeah. to help more sales come directly through there. So I think that's definitely one to, to watch as well. Yeah, of course. In the end, whatever you do on e-commerce, you need reach. You need people to see your stuff yeah if you don't have that then you there's no proposition there's nothing so 
That's basic, and that's I think also a little bit the the, the next step in, uh, in in how you grow your shop, how you grow your e-commerce. Because in the past, yeah, you there there was a time that you just could use Google and uh, uh, a lot of uh, products on your shop, but that time is gone, long gone. Uh, you st of course, at the time, it's still a big part. I understand that that's good, but it's not the only thing anymore. You need to do more than that. You need to find that reach on different models, on different channels. Uh, social is, of course, one of the biggest, but you need to see it in partnerships and uh, and, and make sure you get that reach. Uh, and yeah, uh, social media is, the, I think, one of the most important things then. Definitely. I, I think as well, you know, uh, email marketing is like super traditional, right? From 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 20 years ago till now, and I see that companies are uh, adopting social media, the audience, more and more, uh, and putting more investment in social media audiences compared to email, because the engagement is really different on social media, because you can definitely capture like live commerce comments, understanding their needs, yeah. questions, etc. So we'll definitely see a, a, a change of investment from, uh, definitely we, we love email still, still we, we don't advise to quit it, just use it still, but add on with social audiences and engage with them. Yeah, the problem with email is I think you just get a lot. And, too, uh, too much. Yeah, and if I look at, uh, uh, my newsletters are in a separate email box and I go yeah. to them, Sometimes, sometimes not. And I can't remember the day that I bought something through an email anymore. Mm. It's, um, and that's me, huh? I, I don't say that's that's how the market reacts. And that's, I, I know email is still kind of a big thing. And I think you should, it's data, it's first party data. So yes, you still need to do it. And the more you have, uh, the more uh, the more quality data you have, of course, the better it is. But sometimes I think it's just, we're still sending bulk emails. Yes. And then you don't, then you don't use your data well, because I don't need, women's clothes oh. maybe to buy something for my wife sometimes but it's normally not i don't need all the other things uh, um, and i don't want to have a newsletter every time i buy something from a different store because it's maybe it's just a one-off and then you can click it out but maybe normally it doesn't work so you just get email and newsletter and so yeah um i i I still love email because it's 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 really personal. If you use it personal, if you use that data to understand that I'm buying uh, shorts or I'm buying polos or I'm buying uh, uh, sonos or whatever, um, uh, and that's what I need, um, and not the bulk emails and the, the with with everything in it. Mm. So so you mentioned there obviously. Yeah, what to avoid if you're a DTC brand and you're you're launching and building yourself. Um, but is there a kind of gold standard in your mind of a particular brand, a particular merchant who you would recommend people just to go and look at in terms of who's nailing the customer journey from through every step of the way? They're not a lot, yeah. uh, but I really like uh, Bold King, uh, okay. Shavings in the Netherlands. Um, they do it quite well, and um, uh, the, 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 it's a little bit easier because it's just for men, so uh, you can't do anything wrong with men or women. But 
they're just it's just fun to read their newsletter that's, that's one of the one of the emails i read because it's fun and i don't maybe i don't buy but i have a subscription on that so it's getting it's, it's coming come in every every three months so and and that's kind of fun and then they have a new uh, thing for your face after shave or they have a new uh do shell or they have i don't know it's and that's that they bring that in a kind of fun uh, fun way and i think that's that's what i what i love all that kind of things in subscriptions and that that's that's really cool i think that subscription companies understand that a little bit better yes uh, let's say it's just it's not a one-off it's every period every month every week every three months every half year so they need to get that engagement every time they, they do something uh, on socials on um, uh, on email on every moment they trust a client um, it needs to be good and now i'm finding it interesting um i'm looking into the a new car and it's uh link and co oh uh, i've got a similar experience well. huh yeah i i i start um, uh with them uh, when they announced to come to the netherlands so i received a confirmation but but yeah i really like link and co definitely and also how they do it it's just and how they approach it on socials and how they send you emails and uh, how they do it on the site and, and, and everything it's funny it's not there yet there i don't have a car yet uh, i subscribed already i didn't even see it in real life uh, i'm going for a test drive this weekend but um it's they're just it's so much fun to look at that content and it's just not what are what are you sharing when you're a car company you're sharing car things and they don't do they just do more like community who is driving that car what is what are the people's behind the, 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 the driving the car and yeah, i love that uh, i think that and it's it's totally different way of of, of approaching uh, approaching uh, to own or uh, to own a car uh, and i like that that new things and i think there are a few companies who are just doing something new and if you're doing something new then you need to make sure um, like it's there it's different and you approach it in a different way and they are they are seriously doing that and that's fun uh, i like that a lot yeah, they're creating a really experience uh, already towards the launch uh, so i'm already a subscriber as well uh, rob and i really like the the thought uh, about it because it's not plain share your car no it's really building community and yeah. uh, um, also helping each other and also uh, why uh, leave your car in the parking lot while, while your neighbor could use it as an example so i really love the thought uh, as well yeah and it's and it's new and you're one of the first people who can join yeah. and that's what i that, that's how they get that feeling and uh, i i saw one last uh, when i was uh, uh, when i was here in, in Sandford near beach and i said oh i have to look uh, and uh, uh, just excited and, 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 and it's well it's it's just a car but it's, it's fun to 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 how they how they do that and uh, i think that's one of the things a lot of companies a lot of brands can learn from is is really get you into kind of a feeling that every time you see something from the brand it's spot on and it's right and it's 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 yeah you like it uh, instead of another picture of a car from the i don't know mirror yeah. Yeah. 
Great. No, it makes sense, definitely. Um, okay, so we've touched on one, the gold standard of a kind of customer journey. And now just to close things, um, are there any particular people in your space, in the e-commerce world, who you would recommend that everyone should be following and everyone should be listening to their advice? I usually ask for three at this stage. Um, yeah, I follow a few guys. Uh, let me, I have to find it because I can't, I don't know how I, uh, it's one of the guys, it's called, it's called D, uh, Dean McElwee. He is the um, director of international e-commerce strategy by uh, Stanley Black and Decker. Okay. And, uh, he shares a lot of nice content on uh, on LinkedIn, and um, it's really interesting to see what they are. The, the really high uh, e-commerce leader, and really nice to understand and see what he uh, what he is uh, uh, what he is doing. And uh, another one is uh, it's called Tom Brett. He's the global chief digital officer at NBG Home. It's more US based. Um, but he's sharing a lot of um, decks and uh, uh, really loads of information, loads of content on e-commerce numbers, on uh, how much Shopify is doing, and this and that, and playbooks. And it's really interesting to see that that, that there's so much, so much information to get. It's almost too much. You can't read everything. Um, and um, last one, yeah, I, f I follow, I like uh, uh, if talking about uh, software and, and, and tools. I like Channel Engine uh, as integrator between uh, the CMS and, uh, and the marketplace. So I follow them a lot. And Jorrit, of course, owner of, uh, um, uh, of Channel Engine. And it's, I work with the system quite a, quite a lot. Uh, still do and everywhere I am, I introduce Channel Engine because it's just the best, uh, uh, the best one to use. Uh, and they, it's, it's it's nice to follow because they grow like crazy, and uh, it's 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 a really nice company and a and a really good tool. So um, that makes three. Well, and if we look at the number four, uh, Rob by yourself. So can can you please share your uh, details so <laughs> people can follow you, uh, Rob, with your experience, especially with. I think the different angles from marketplaces to brands and, and uh, your expansion total, uh, I think it's definitely interesting for people. So how could people uh, follow you or if they would uh, like to send you a message? Uh, what's the yeah, best? Just, uh, of course, LinkedIn is, is, is um, quite uh, uh, active on, uh, on LinkedIn. So you can find me there just under my, under my name, Rob van Hent. And um, uh, if you want to send me an, uh, a message, you can do it by email. Um, uh, uh, Rob at Rob v, Rob um, and otherwise, uh, I think LinkedIn that should be that should be okay. Uh, there is a website almost done uh, for almost a year now, so uh, it will be there in a few months. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, because uh, busy. Well, uh, Rob, uh, really uh, thank you for your insights, uh, your knowledge, and also the way of uh, thinking uh, for commerce, e-commerce. Harry, uh, thank you as well. Um, so uh, uh, thank you for this episode. We will definitely share it uh, to the network and uh, have a really amazing day. Uh, so thank you, guys, uh, for attending. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you guys. Bye-bye.